message. I haven't celebrated Festivus in years. What is your interest? Well, just tell me everything, huh? Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. That must have been some kind of doll. She was. <laughs> and at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back. I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got your boy Pete here with uh, Master Chris and uh, I don't know uh, Dixon. You're uh, at least not in the wind tunnel anymore. So I always feel like uh, before we start recording, because I know you have your fan on. It's like we're we're part of the weather channel. Like now we're over to Dixon for the weather. Thanks, Tom. It's a windy day. <laughs> so the the waves are just crashing right now. And, oh god! <laughs> uh, and then you get blown away. But yeah, we're so if people don't know from the title, this is actually it. Does, so it's funny. This episode doesn't actually get the most downloads each year, but it is definitely my favorite episode to record because it is straight up on brand. And yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about Festivus. So and this is the airing of grievances episode. So this is where we get to do a little bitch in. This is where we kind of get to say about what bothers us in the hobby, what bothers us about each other on the podcast and maybe even a little bit about what Malifaux, uh, what pisses off sometimes about that game. It's all in good fun. If you are uh, a little touchy and sensitive about people ripping on each other, you don't want to listen to this episode. So. Go ahead and bugger off for about an hour and we'll see you next week. Anyways, before we get into all the bitching and griping, make sure that you guys are supporting us. You can do that through all the social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and we we have our own Discord channel. We also have RageQuitWire.com. I'm going to put a cool little write-up on there of some of the tournament stuff. I'm going to try to get that information from Ed, so that way you can kind of just see how our tournament went. It was new player friendly, and uh, Chris got introduced to one of the Swamp Fiends, Cody, and... Cody showed him how Cooper 2 works, so that was kind of interesting. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Dixon. Chris didn't know who Cody was, and Cody was the uh, ringer and, and spanked him. Oh. Oh, my. Yeah, Cody drove up because he was going to North Carolina, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, here's Cody, one of the best players in the country. Have fun. Yeah, that's pretty funny because, like, he's still technically won because he's the ringer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why when we got to the final table i'm like wait a second you lost round one yeah we saw you lose <laughs> i did i lost round one it was six five or something like that yeah um, so i'm gonna do a write-up on that to be on the lookout for that that'll probably come uh after the holidays just because i'm trying to edit three episodes before i hit vacation so um yeah be on the look at that towards the end of the month uh got also content on youtube going out chris and i are going to record probably Actually, maybe this week. We'll see how it goes or the week I get back from Kansas. And we'll do another battle report that goes up. Uh, people are actually, they were asking how uh, the Outcast starter box works with Anya. So I might pick Chris's brain a little bit and maybe we'll put up a video for that as well. 
Uh, and then finally, if you want to support us directly, go ahead and look at patreon.com slash rage where you can support us for as little as a dollar. Our patrons are awesome. We have a dozen of them. They're great. Appreciate you all. Keeping the lights on. So airing of grievances. There is no order to this, gentlemen. Uh, Dixon, were you on this last year? I feel like you were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We talked about how much we fucking hate COVID. And then we I thought <laughs> at the time that by now we'd be out of COVID. Mistakes were yeah. made. I mean, I think it. I think it depends on which part of the country you are. I don't know about you, but being in the southeast, I kind of like, hey, you know. I mean, it's kind of like a a little worse strand of the flu, and uh, I mean, it's pretty open down here. I mean, we didn't have to wear masks. I mean, people were vaccinated, and if you're not, that's on you. So, um, have fun mm. with that, I guess. But if you're up in New York or maybe a more locked down state, I I feel for you, and uh, hopefully, y'all are just taking care of yourselves and being mentally healthy up there. But yeah, so there might be some of that, but maybe not as much because I don't know how how is that in Puerto Rico, Dixon? Are they still a little strict or? Oh yeah, no, no. You you need to have your vaccine card with you, masks everywhere, six feet, like literally everybody everywhere. That's like my nightmare. Yeah, like the only thing that don't they're not very super strict and people still do it out of you know courtesy is when you go to church. We go to church in like outside uh, parks and stuff yeah and so we're like all in in our own chairs and we keep our distance from each other that's about it and that's like literally the only one where i see more than 200 people yeah i mean i, I mean i'm glad that people are being safe um i just think it, it's just dependent on your community um i don't know i'm not going to get into too much of it because yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of a political issue at this point but it's i just only know political in the u.s that's the part that i'm very yeah that's like, the crazy part right yeah like i was like why well all, all of a sudden you know people will be like oh, i'm not listening to rage quit why are there a bunch of anti-vaxxers and we're sitting here all vaccinated yeah literally <laughs> I, mean, I thought that i was like but but i'm vaccinated i'm about to get my booster soon dude i was first in line chris, chris <laughs> and i were both first in line we we're like hell yeah we want to get out of this <laughs> shoot and we have we have traveled to a handful of tournaments and i think that is before we get into too much of the bitch and i do want to plug captain con real quick just because we have up i know we have at least 20 people that are playing in the content creators tournament so far on that friday hmm. but what people i don't think need to know is that there's a two-day tournament saturday and sunday so there it's at least a 20-person tournament so if you're able to go to that area of the country rhode island Definitely come hang out. You can beat me and Chris. Chris is apparently better than me because he's beat me twice in a fucking tournament now. So <laughs> I choke under high pressure situations. What can I say? <laughs> mm. Ah. Mm. Strong. <laughs> Chris is over there putting his Oni together. He doesn't uh, have anything to say about it. I am better than Pete. Whoa. Oh. 50% of the time, I'm better than Pete. Yeah. Anyways, the other 50% of the time, he's better than me. Yeah, and it, it is when you play somebody a lot, that's usually how it goes. But Captain Con is going to be fun. It's in that first weekend of February. Definitely come hang out and uh, play Malifaux for three days. That, that'd be awesome. Appreciate anybody who listens, you know, hanging out. We're pretty approachable. I mean, Chris will probably give you the aw shucks routine, but at least I'll BS with you a little bit. What is the all shucks routine? You know, a southern gentleman like, oh, you know, I'm not a big deal. I'm just, you know, doing my thing and I'm Chris <laughs> Record. And... Yeah, man, that's cool. That's it's cool. true. It is true. It's 100% <laughs> true. Uh, I always just, I always downplay the podcast. I'm always like, yeah, we have like a dozen listeners. It's cool if you want to listen to it. Here you go. 
Just a little <laughs> promo there. Uh, yeah. We might be giving away some stuff too at Captain Con. So if you see us, uh, well, Chris won't. I'll have all the swag and stuff. So if you want stuff, you'll have to come see me. But we might be giving away some 3D printed uh, Rage Quit wire stuff, so be on the lookout for that. Well, now let's be honest. I do contribute quite a bit to the swag giving out. I just don't give it out. You give it out. Then that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then I do it, not you. Yeah, but I contribute to the okay, swag. Well, yeah, the models and stuff. I'm, not, I'm talking about the the on brand like podcast stuff. Like you, you don't contribute to that. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's nobody cares if I have like a one e box or anything. They're like, they want the podcast swag. Everybody oh, knows they want that. the podcast swag. Yeah, not the actual models that yeah, I'm right. giving out. That's right. We're kind of a big deal. People know us. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like Dixon. We're gonna we're gonna start with you uh, being the person who has uh, been on this Festivus uh, airing your grievances episode before. Uh, what's something just. Could be Malifaux, could be tabletop, could be whatever related. Uh, what's something that's kind of grinding your gears this year in 2021? I mean, game related. Uh, I'm upset that all my favorite video games keep getting delayed, but at the same time, I'm happy that they're yeah. going to come out fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not many bucks and stuff. Um, I, I mean, I'm kind of still in the same as last year, dude. Like, as far as gaming goes, I'm very upset that, like, this COVID stuff has just made it so much harder for us to enjoy our, our, our whatchamacallit, our hobby as a community, like actually be together. Cause like, that's my favorite yeah. thing about miniature games. Like everybody, everybody that I know from video games, they haven't really been affected because I'm, I'm most like a fighter game. I used to be in the FGC tournament scene and stuff. I wasn't good. But I was like my thing. I was like the thing that I was actually very serious about. And as I got older, I started realizing that I, I like the social aspect of it. And miniature gaming, like the, the, the community is just so much nicer. I know it sounds yeah. sound weird, but like they're more chill. You get to go out drinking. Nobody's yeah. going to be like doing something stupid. It's just like, you know, you guys are, are just so much chill, right? Yeah, I want to. I mean, ever since I, COVID, I definitely think that's a big point though. Fucked. Their day, and yeah, because we went to uh, Darby's dungeon, which apparently it's not a sex thing. So uh, <laughs> that's Asher that's literally not a sex. Thing. Yeah, that's literally their uh, little slogan there. But I mean, they serve beer and stuff. So I mean, I, it was right on brand. I was playing Brewmaster two round one, and I had you know two pints of Guinness that I was just drinking the whole time. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. Apologizing for fermented river monks being so good. <laughs> They're damn good. They're so good. Too. They are super good. Uh, I'm sure Chris will bitch about that here when it's his turn uh, at some point. But uh, yeah, I would definitely understand that. And that's the thing that we got to keep encouraging people. We have a couple friends that I know Chris and I, we keep trying to encourage them to come out. Whether it's, I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say it's mental like stuck. Some people almost are like stuck in a route of depression. There's other people who are timid to get out because, you know, illnesses and diseases and then there's some people where it's just life has just gotten crazy over these times and i think we just have to keep plugging away and trying to you know crowbar them out into uh, a game night again you know hmm. it's tough you just got to be persistent don't get don't let the uh the no debbie shows downers, get you debbie down downers. yeah the debbie downers the naysayers all right chris what about you let's get your first one what's something that it's like you got a problem with first thing that i have a problem with yeah. Mm, uh, fermented river monks. 
All right, so if we're going to talk about it, go ahead and explain why you think. And Chris actually mentioned a couple times that he thought they needed to be nerfed just because of Brewmaster 2. Well, they do just need to be nerfed with Brewmaster 2. That's the whole concept. Shinlong, they're not good. I mean, yes, if you could put a bunch of poison on them, you know, maybe they might be, you know, decent. But with Brewmaster 2 and their ability to have that twitchy upgrade, uh, what is it? 12 cups of coffee? Is that twitchy? Yeah, so 12 cups of coffee and giving them twitchy and Brewmaster 2 being able to uh, have any models reduce their poison by one to do a point of damage to a model that they end a move and base contact with and the ability to reduce damage by two and the ability to increase damage by two with a trigger. It's just, they're, I mean, they're godlike in Brewmaster 2's lists. Yeah, I mean, they're min four on their, uh, their staggering punch and it's base to base and it's actually min five because when you charge, you're going to reduce your poison by one to do a damage to whatever you're going into. Exactly. And then each time you're doing this stuff, hopefully you're in your hazardous aura around like a marker or the whiskey golem. So each time you move or each time you do an action, you're getting that poison back. So Chris and I were talking, the reason why we think they weren't as good with Shenlong in that is because they only had a limited amount of poison. Like maybe you had like six, maybe you had 10 poison, but eventually that goes quick when you do an activation or two. But I mean, with Brewmaster 2, they have like 16 poison round one or turn one. So, and then they go into it and now it's like, oh, look, they have like 20 poison and and they can use it however they want. It's it's just, it is pretty ridiculous. It's fun as hell, but it is ridiculous. I mean, and, and to like the people that are probably going to say, it's like, oh, those are exaggerated numbers. It's like, no. Even if it's only seven or nine, which is like the average that you're going to see normally, that's still ridiculously 12, high. 12 to 16 at the end of turn one oh, is pretty much the average I had I'm for not, every model. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're not doing it. I'm saying there's people, because like that came up in, in some of the conversations that I had. They're like, well, people always like being exaggerated about like having it like 20 something uh poison it's like the most i've ever seen is like seven or nine i'm just like that's still ridiculously high Not with brew too, let me tell you yeah Not with brew too, brew well, too. and the thing yeah. is and I, th- I think the other thing that you got to think about too is with brewmaster 2 you also can't remove the poison because you're going to keep it pretty tight as far as a bubble goes yep so that would be a workaround because you could be like oh i'll just get rid of the poison on mm-hmm. that model but it's like oh you can't <laughs> it's specifically because he doesn't let you to oh yeah pretty much yeah brewmaster right. 2 and the fermented river it's just they're they're too good they're too i, I don't good. think there's i so that one of our uh people on the discord i was talking to he's he runs a lot of brewmaster 2 as well and he's like yeah there's no reason not to bring three of them and there's no reason not put 12 cups of coffee on two of them they're they're just that good and they run interference. So, like, if you have the Whiskey Golem or if you have Brewmaster, or if you have and whatever other beaters you want, you know, they're running interference and kind of really putting damage down. And then the other models are coming in and finishing it off. And it, it really is kind of it, it's hard to work. Around. It's, it's a tough bubble. It's, it's a bubble that you definitely have to practice going against because it, it's tough. There's a lot going on there. Hmm. There's only a couple of boards and mat- like anything that's. Uh, a lot of severe or hazardous terrain. Like I think Jedsa is kind of a decent counter to it because it's hazardous and severe. So each time you're doing it, you're actually taking damage yourself. So it's not super good. But you're right. also getting poison one. Right. Yeah. 
but you so, might. Die, but if you die, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I, I gotta ask this because, like, uh, my solution has been so far to kill the monks. Why is it so hard to kill the monks to you, Chris? Well, they can reduce any damage that they suffer by two. And they yeah. have 12 cups, so it's you, you can't do a bonus around them. And they have a self-heal on them. And then you have heals from other parts of the crew that can heal them up. So I was telling Chris that. I was like, you need to burst them down quick, but they're pretty hard to burst well, down. And, and not only that, but almost every model in that crew has a heal. Right? Uh, I think every model except for, like, the Whiskey Golem. Yeah, has heal. So... Oh, you you know you did four damage to him. One of his models activates, heals it back up to full. Yeah, but the whiskey golem like pees on him and heals him up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it gives him poison. Hooray! There there has to be something. It may be like self only heals or something like that that has to stop this this continuous machine. Yeah. Dixon, how do you get rid of him? Do you just I act, focus I mean, them down? I just focus them down. They only have like six health, so like literally just keep focusing down, and then they die. They're not. Particularly so how many easy. how many APs are you putting into them to kill one? Probably like four, four or five. Doesn't so that seem I, a little bit, a little bit much? No, I think it's I I think it's actually cool that I went from never seeing these models to now seeing them on the table on the regular, and now they actually. Have an oh, impact in the game, like I, I don't. They're super cool models. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a very. I'm sorry that's gonna be weird, but like I'm very happy whenever like something that doesn't get used. Dixon told you to get fucked yeah. and deal with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm being so now, more. So now we're gonna start this whole rotating bubble <laughs> of insanity. So no. when this model gets fixed, they'll in, in, include at the same time. This model being great, so everyone flocks to this model, and then everyone flocks to this model. Somebody is always everyone... gonna be no. Somebody's always gonna be at the top. Right now, I still consider Ivan and and to a lesser, much lesser extent, Katmus like to be like the top dogs. Even well, if, don't... even if like uh, Brutu and Iron Man, uh, both of those two guys are like also going up to the top. They're doing really fucking good right now. Well, I told. Um... I mean, I told a lot of people that, and people have been telling me this, Brewmaster, there's still boards and there's still situations that you're not going to see him. So, yeah, he may be good, but it's not like you can just auto-drop him and it's going to win you a game. And honestly, there's a lot going on there. So there was times where, I mean, I won the game, hmm. but I actually misplayed. I'm like, oh, crap, I moved that like way too far because you can like tipsy slide and move somebody like, 10 inches across the board and it's like mm, i probably shouldn't have done that yeah but he's <laughs> he's a lot like like he's a lot like neck in my my opinion and that way he's good he's really fucking good like holy shit oh i dude i love yeah. the uh i can't i don't have it on me right now but it's the drunk i think it's drunken fighting style or whatever where the positives yes. are negatives negatives are positives yeah, i that, love that's... that so annoying. That's so annoying because you can't put them on negatives ever. You just got. It's like, like, oh, hard to wound. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's they're hard to deal with. They basically they're effectively as hard to kill as but like actually, an eight point. Dixon, model. I actually like that though because I mean, hard to wound has actually for Bayou, I should say specifically, has been kind of one of those. I wouldn't say problem crews, but we don't have a lot of ways to deal with it in Bayou. Uh, Brewmaster himself. And all the ping damage is a great way for him to and buy you to deal with that kind of problem. 
So I, I, I have been enjoying the brew. I'm actually going to get a lot more games with them just because I've been enjoying them so much. Um, yeah, so I guess that's on to me for uh, for the next grievance here. Man, there's a lot going on. I'm going to go ahead and stay with recent events, though. And I will. So me, Chris and I played at the final table yesterday and it was it was a good game. It was pretty close. It was low scoring up to like turn three and four. And we got to turn four and I was kind of starting to whittle down. I dropped Maw into Cadmus and it was break the line and looking at it. I knew it was going to be a tight game, but I thought if I could skirt the edges and hold out long enough that I could squeak by, and I almost did. But there was a couple of turns where Chris really kind of got some good flips that were very fortuitive of him. And turn four, what really got me is we I had two pass tokens above him, so I was feeling pretty good on the flip. I might have even had four pass tokens. I can't remember what it was. But basically, I had, yeah, whatever. I had an 11 on it. And Chris, Chris ends up cheating in the red Joker to tie it. And, huh? No, you tied it with the red Joker. You tied it with the red Joker. We reflipped and you won the flip. I'm pretty sure. Oh, gotcha. Oh, tracking. <laughs> Either way, you had the red Joker in hand and then you activate the archivist and you had two severes with crow triggers to get the plus one damage and smoked maw before I could activate her and get any value out of that. I, I knew she was going to die, but I was like, I, I can get one activation out of her. I got one stone to kind of help keep her alive. But you got that same trigger. You had I had severes in my hand, but I didn't have that high. It was like you had like an ace, a 13, and a 12. And it's against Maw's five willpower. So at that point, I just chucked my cards on the table, like, fuck it done. I don't want to play this game out anymore. And Chris <laughs> like, no, 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 it's going to be like a draw. I'm like, and then I kind of bitched to Adam real quick. I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, here's what's going to happen. And I kind of laid it out. And <laughs> I was just so pissed because it's just this Cadmus problem that I'm just getting fucked in my head over each time I got to play it with Bayou. And it's just so, there's so many goddamn annoying things with that crew that you can play it right. But man, that game, I had like a shitty hand. And I had brought some decent tech with the rock hopper to not take stupid damage with it. And I feel like I played good on the flanks and it just got shit on just by that much. And it was, it was, it'd been a long day too. Like it was like eight 30 and it was like the last round. And I was just like, no, I'm just done. I know. And I told Chris, I'm like, if you ever drop Cadmus at a tournament against me, I'm not playing it. Like, you can just have the win. I don't, I didn't mean it. I mean, so now, from now on, I'm dropping Cadmus into Pete. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I was, that, that's kind of my grievance is just Cadmus in general. It's and I'm like, it's strong. I'm not going to go as far to say it's busted because there are ways you can definitely misplay it. And that was actually a close game. Like it could have gone either way. And that's the way Malifaux should be. Like if you're playing a close game, it should be hinging off flips. And I just had really shit cards most of that game as far as and flips didn't go my way and i had to expend extra resources just kind of do minimal things so it, it was just frustrating and it was cadmus so cadmus is an easy master to bitch about i mean you can kind of just you can almost scapegoat and just be like well cadmus you know so of course i was gonna lose but you know really it, it was a close game i just it would have ended so up being angry. a tie if he hadn't it, no it. Wouldn't have. it no it wouldn't have I, you had it by at least one point with what was on the board yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I ended up quitting that game. And it was turn four. 
and I, if Ma didn't die that first activation, I could have, I might have argued that point with you, Chris. But the way it was sitting, I'm like, nope, because I nope, just wasn't going to happen. Because if Ma lived, I might have been able to get my third point for the strat, but that wasn't going to happen at that point. So, anyways, Dixon, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've been uh, asking uh, around. So far, I got a response from Maeve, and she, I, I said. Hey, we're recording our area of grievances. Do you have any? And she said that gremlins don't have a rider. I was like, oh, I'm, that is so good. <laughs> like, I, really I would like a second version of Gracie, but have one of the masters riding her or something. Oh, my God. Like a giant pig I mean, rider. Ulix. Is Ulix a rider? I guess we could technically call him a rider, right? But it has to be a horseman. Like, the keyword is horseman, right? Well, okay. Gremlins don't ride horses, okay? It's got to be a pig. Well, then, well, how about a pig named Horse? <laughs> so make it, it make any sense that's exactly right hmm. <laughs> how about a rider horse not but it's like rider. the puppets where it's a gremlin riding like a wooden horse like a stick horse i like that too that see, would be cool see there you go that's why you flavor it could right be there. it could be a pig running in a wheel in the in the shape of a giant horse dude too. chris it, it reminds me of a uh, <laughs> war machine with what is it grimkin that have the pigs riding the humans yeah yeah, those are cool models. Absolutely. One of my favorite models of Grimkin. In fact, all, actually, most of Grimkin, like, all their models are just artistically beautiful. Yeah, Maeve, I definitely feel you there. Like, some kind of rider, but it needs to be goofy. It can't just be like, oh, look, it's a horseman, but for the bayou. It's like, no, it needs to be riding something ridiculous. So what they need to do is they need to give all the factions that don't have riders these unique riders, and that'd be funny. So is that, let's see here, who's that? Bayou doesn't have it. Ten Thunders doesn't have it. They kind of do, but they don't. They have that model that got nerfed like super that great. The one that we said was cool, Chris, like in the Yamasaro or whatever it was. Yeah, Yoshimiro or something. Yeah. Um, so they kind of have one. Uh, Explorers don't have one, obviously. Outcasts. Might, an outcast, correct. But Levy can bring all of them, so that might count. <laughs> Levy 2 can just bring all the riders himself. I mean, that's fine. Include Levy 2 to have a second keyword where he can bring all these other riders and the whole... Well, so if if the new riders have the same keyword, he can. They just have... They would have to have that keyword, and I think it's... It might not be rider. It might be something Horseman, else, but... I think. Yeah, I think... Yeah, there it is. It's Horseman. Yeah, Horseman is the keyword, but, like, how about making a master that just has uh jockey i i mean i really i like the jockey yes. keyword i think the jockey yes. keyword is really cool dude those jockeys were fucking shit up in that game against chris man aren't that they was, good they aren't were they so good? good they almost took vernon and wells and threw him in the shed i don't know they vernon were... and wells was kind of mvp of that game he really did a number on your rooster rider um i mean but he didn't they, kill him they really no he didn't kill him but he did like six damage yeah, that's fine, but it was going to go drop breakthrough. I wouldn't call that MVP. Dude, both I thought Vernon are... Wells didn't do anything. Guys, both things can be true. Literally, they can both No, they can't, Dixon. No, but it was funny because the jockeys, because um, <laughs> Bo Peep whipped Vernon and Wells over to like my Rooster Rider and over to my um, uh, Ruffles, and I also had Trixie Bell over there. And I was like about to mess it up, but here comes the emissary to like yeet it out of combat. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. That's right. I was hoping, he, hoping he wasn't that close. Uh, 
I mean, it would be it would be nice to have a horseman type. Like, if everybody else had a jockey, that would be cool too. You know, anybody that doesn't no, that, have a, 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 a no, horseman. No, man, that's a Bayou thing. That's Bayou fluff. I, did I not hear? I mean, did I not just say that Bayou was going to get a jockey master? Everybody else getting a jockey means that Bayou gets to have more models, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, but in the fluff, there's not humans that participate in the Bayou Bash. That's the problem, at least yet. If they created fluff around it, I'd be all about it. That's exactly um, the point. You can make it like everybody can have something like that. However, we yeah. all know that non-gremlins that go into the Bayou usually don't leave the Bayou. So that's kind of the issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, we already know that really well-dressed uh, people can make it to the Bayou and back constantly. I.e. Yeah, as an example, gotta, Sly. You got to bribe him. Yeah, you got to bribe him. Yeah, Sly, <laughs> Sly is a very well-dressed dude, and he makes it back alive and fine. So yeah. that's, a, that's an option. That's a possibility. All right, Chris. Going back going back to you, Chris. Next one, next grievance. What do you got? Hmm. You have one we were talking about in the car yesterday. Something about release schedule, and I, I desperately want my models. I want my models. Please give me my models. Yeah, Chris was bitching because he's like, I feel like that they don't release them and schedule them well, and then I'm waiting for them. And I mean, I'm still waiting to see what's coming out in January. We haven't heard anything about that. So I was hoping we'd hear something before we get close to January. Yeah, same here. Damn. Yeah, I just wish they'd, they'd do a little bit better with keeping up with like the next 90 days or next 180 days. I mean, if I know something 180 days out, I'd be like, okay, I'll plan for that next June. Or yeah, something pinch, like that. pinch those pennies, right? Be like, yeah. oh, I got to save up. I'm going to spend like 200 bucks. Yeah. If I if I know, then I'm I'm capable of planning. I'm capable of, you know, of, of you know, just coordinating something and uh, well let's also be honest you know as a person who runs a podcast it would be nice to know planning wise what what kind of topics we're going to talk about here it's like oh this is release is coming out let's you know do a bat rep for it so we can you know maybe plug it or something so um yeah i mean it and i i, I don't know if you feel this way dixon but i was telling chris when we were kind of bitching about that in the car besides games workshop and maybe privateer press I don't know, and even Privateer Press was a little bit, but I feel like most miniature companies that just don't have control of product coming and going, especially since a lot of that's printed you know, in China or whatever the hell, mm -hmm. um, I just feel like they don't have as much control over that. So they're kind of like, well, we'll see. Maybe it'll be January. Maybe it'll be July. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, they could even put a disclaimer, though, in, on, their, you know, on their site. Look, due to distribution issues, these may be changed, but... This is kind of what we're planning on, kind of what we're thinking. It's that's dangerous, though. I mean, Dixon can definitely tell you. Uh, um, Steamforge kind of did that, where they're like, "Oh, we're planning for you know the cooks to come out here," and then a year later they come out, right? Yeah, but Steamforge, honestly, I, I think they just kept uh, changing uh, resources. I, I don't want to even take them into account. They they were super sketchy in their stuff. I don't think weird at all is doing that. I think no, weird no, no, is, no. is honest to God, just having trouble getting stuff across. And well, we're why a smaller because... company than uh, than like Steamforged was. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. But that's not even the the reason, in my opinion. Yeah, right. It's the what's it called the 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 chain thingy that is distributor. Right now? Yeah, distributor. there's 
no, no, but like the news is talking about it too. It's like the the something chain, the no supply chain, the supply chain is all messed up because of COVID. And honestly, I think that's why because Weird is not necessarily known for this. It's not like a meme well, at this point. And that's kind of, that's kind of the problem in general. I mean, the industry itself is so reliant on overseas, you know, Correct. printing of models. Yeah. Um. That you really don't have a lot of control over that when it comes to when that stuff comes in. So I definitely understand what Chris is saying. I, I know it's something that's hard to control. Yeah. Um, but definitely just like, almost like, I don't want to call it like a newsletter, but just something where it's like, Hey, you know, over the next, like you said, maybe six months, here's what's probably coming down the pipe. This isn't a hundred percent, you know, obviously because of, you know, supply issues, but this is what we're thinking. Definitely right. would be cool. Now, in, in to specify why, because like Steamforge, there was a meme basically that Steamforge, <laughs> if they said we're gonna release this on like August of of twenty seventeen, let's say, right? You know, we all expected it like July of twenty twenty. Like we literally would be like, okay, it's three years from wherever the hell they said. That's awesome. That's how bad it was. But like, you don't think about that when you think about weird. So when you look at the things that are going around, it's it's got to be the supply chain issue. It's got to be. Absolutely. <laughs> but oh. like I said, if they just tell us and they're like, you know, this is what we expect. But then, you know, what Pete's saying, a newsletter, you know, every so often, hey, we're having issues. Well, I, and I think the big thing back. is, and I don't know about you, Chris, but the reason why I'm super antsy about it is because I want to know when I can expect the next wave of these new titles, right? I want to be like, oh, cool. When is, you know, because I we are invested in a lot of these factions. And I think Chris and I, between us, mostly have most of the factions, uh, if not all of them. And we would like to pick these boxes up, but we want to Yeah, we're know, buying all your stuff. <laughs> yeah, we want we want to know, uh, know when we can uh, all of it. <laughs> get our pocketbook hit, right? Which kind of leads me to my grievance. And this is kind of a good one. It's kind of bad, right? I really am pissed off at Weird for the way that their dual faction keyword kind of shit works. Because I am that sucker that's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I I have Mei Fang. Maybe I'll start playing a little bit in Arcanist. Oh, look, I have Zip. Let me pick up some Outcast. So I'm kind of the that that person where it's like, this is just, I already have part of the faction. Why not get the rest of it? And it definitely hurts my wallet <laughs> a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. I just wish that they didn't like, honestly, I, I like it. Oh, I love it. When it's done well, especially I hate that there's no more examples of it throughout the game or because there's certain characters that I can definitely see being in the game and be multi-faction. Uh, one of them is Lilith. I would love for Lilith to be a an outcast master. Like literally, I don't understand why she wouldn't be. Right? Am I, I don't wrong? know the fluff. I don't know the fluff behind Lilith, so I couldn't tell you. Well, technically, all the Dead Man's Hands models are all like dead or missing. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I know who she is. I just don't know why she'd fit an outcast. Right. Well, she was dethroned. Well, she first she usurped the throne from Nekima, and then Nekima reclaimed her throne. And basically kicked her out, and she's presumed dead. But hmm. if they were to like say she's not dead, then she would be an outcast, and that would fit the lore perfectly. Like there was, there's actually absolutely no problems with the lore there. 
So Dixon, could you call that, that, that sounds like a grievance to me because I know a lot of people are curious about dead man's hand. Right. And I think it actually would be really cool to see some kind of rotation of that. You know what? You're right. I, I kind of accepted it and try to make it a grievance. Yeah. I've completely tried to like block it out of my mind, but it does piss me off that like, I can't play (laughs) my favorite master. My favorite master is a dead man's hand. Yes. Colody. I was so mad, dude. It took me like a week before I was like, nah, nah, just gotta like accept it. There's other masters that you love, like Jack Daw, which I don't even play anymore. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh. No, I got your boy Colody over here on the table, Dixon. Yo, I fucking love them. I've had many different versions of them because I, I love them so much that I just kept like buying the new ones and repainting them. Nice. Like, that's how much I love them. Oh, and no, now... yeah, you you have always been a big proponent of the puppets. Uh, yeah. You have played, I know Pandora used to bring sometimes Vasilisa. I still do. Vasilla. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and because. The, little wicked, the wicked dolls. Hell, yeah, because Stagger is, like, ridiculously powerful, and when she applies it, oh, boy. Ooh, Dixon, boy. I, hear, I hear a lot of people, speaking of puppets, crying about the... Uh, the wicked dolls with the new pandora but we can talk about that in a minute but Uh, i don't know i would i would like to see some kind of rotation with this because i do have the new colody box i think it would be really cool if they did okay you want to know what these masters have been strong throughout 3e so let's let's call out you know a few masters here who's somebody that we could be like let's take these out of rotation to bring the other dead man's hand in who let's say let's do four so who's four masters that were like you want to know what we've seen enough of these fuckers yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, I will well, give, to... give me one, Dixon. Who's a master who you're like, I've seen enough of this. They can go away for a little bit. Oh, let's dead man. Let's dead man sand them. Colette. Okay, Colette. I think a lot of people mm. would be okay with that. Damn, dude. You put it, you put it really harshly. But um... <laughs> Chris didn't even think about it. He's like, Colette. I didn't even have to think about it. Colette. Dude, I probably have like one for every faction. That's the problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's. Okay, well, let's think about one for each faction. I mean, I think... Oh, I can tell you right now. Uh, Nekima for... for uh, Whatchamacallit? For Neverborn, for Neverborn. sure. Neverborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Hoffman for Guild. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, again, this is not because I hate them, but I, I think that they can go away Dead Man's Hand style, and then you can bring back... You almost you know, have to people. not choose a dual faction master, though. Almost. But like you can just swap swap in somebody in that can also be the same. Like for for Hoffman, you can put in Ramos and call him, you know, definitely not Ramos or something like that. You know, somebody that's like, I'm definitely not Ramos, and just put like a fake well, it's, mustache. Well, it's funny or something. because I was gonna say for uh, for Bayou, you could dead man's hands Zoraida. I think a lot of people would be okay with that. Yeah, no, I I I agree. Like in fact, take out Nekima, put in Zoraida. Uh, there you go. And then Sarita can leave both That factions. way I keep all my green skins. Right. All the and green then skin masters put are in, still good. Yeah. And you can put in somebody that's like Half-Blood. Uh, like I, I'm working on a character right now, Carmilla the Blooded, and she would be like, you know, dual keyword. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the point is you can put in a master for the half-bloods there and you can put in a master for the for the green skins and it could be a green skin i I actually like a jockey master i think that would be an interesting (laughs) idea because there's what are there four four masters that are dead man's hand right now right so you bring those back in the faction that they went into you take one out 
Except then, for Lilith. That's the sure. only one that, I, that, that, well, that's not true. Except for Lilith and Ramos. Those are the only two that I would say, you know, swap out somebody else. Okay. But anyways, and then you dead man's hand one in the other factions that haven't had somebody in there. And then maybe you bring those back and then maybe the ones that put somebody in, you create a new master for them. That would be yep. kind of cool. Yep. Like, like we said, jockey for Bayou, yeah, half blood yeah, yeah. for for Neverborn. What would be for? I guess Machina. You could do Machina and Augmented, and that would be Ramos actually. And we just put Ramos right back into um, what you call it, um, Arcanus. So who would yeah. be for for Guild? Kalodi. Holy shit! I don't know. Well, maybe Kalodi. They could be like, oh, the guild, you know, put him back together, or and are making him work for the guild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's actually one of the things that, that have been mentioned is that Lucius has Kalodi's head. Yeah. So if Lucius has Kalodi's head, he could do something to make Kalodi basically the guild puppet. Yeah. And the puppet master is now technically the puppet. That would actually fit Lorewise too, because it's kind of horrifying, and at the same time, it, it's like a really cool idea. Yeah, so weird. Do something with this dead man's hand. We want to see, like I said, some kind of rotation would be cool just to get these masters back in because I, I know Chris and I don't have any buy-in with them because, you know, we're, we started in 3E. But I know there's people like Dixon who, you you know, you have games where it's like, I love these games with this master and you haven't seen them for years now. Yes. I feel for you, Dixon. I'll fight for you. <laughs> I, I really, like I... I just try not to think about Kalodi because of that. Because like I know I can't play him. Dixon still cries I'm at so night sad. when he thinks about Kalodi. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you think Kalodi's so strong because the puppet keyword has a lot of different puppets throughout the game of Malifaux? No, I think it's when they were making some of the abilities. One of the abilities that they just didn't playtest it correctly. It's like which it's an ability, it's an which ability that, is that? It's an obey that does damage. It's range 10. It's not a gun. Uh, I forgot the name. Let me look it up real quick. It's ridiculously strong. Is it like the world is a stage or something like that? Mm -hmm. I can't well, it, I told you about two abilities. One is, if I remember, the upgrades. Because the upgrades are insane as well for some reason. And then one action that he has. Um, geez, it's been forever since I... Dangling uh, on the strings... It is yeah, dangling yeah. on the strings. It does damage, and if it's not a master, they have to take a a non-quick action that does not attach upgrades or list the model by name, controlled by this model. So they have to be obeyed, and they are taking one to four damage. What the hell? It's like good. it's super dumb. It's super dumb. <laughs> and yeah. then the the all the world stage. During the start phase, he discards all upgrades that he has. I mean, all act upgrades that he has attached on him. So his own upgrades, he would detach them, and then he attaches a new one. And in between those bastards, there is, uh, whatchamacallit, let's see. There's one that gives focus to every, uh, whatchamacallit, puppet that's around him within six inches, gives him a gun, and uh, gives him the ability to draw cards if you have focus on you. He has another one, love scene, gives distract. No, he gives slow to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Every enemy, sorry. And then you choose another model on one of the triggers. Like if you get a crow on dangling on the strings action, you also distract them. And you give lore as well. Like it, we're talking about like so many dumb things. So you can yeah, it's a, lot, it's a ton of value for sure. And then my favorite, my personal favorite. 
you give everybody any enemy models distracted then you have chatty so if you're in the middle of combat which you will they have to discard cards to interact and then he has boring conversation so he, he just put him smack them in the middle of the crew and he just like annoys the ever living crap out of everybody and they can't really do anything to make the mission a success it's so hilarious yeah, I think we would be remiss talking about the airing of grievances if we didn't talk about Weird's problem they have with some of their modeling kits. Mm. Um, and the more I think about it, the more kind of that some of these kits have been, you know, kind of over the top ridiculous to put together. I know I talked to a bunch of people about like Hannah Lovelace, that model's kind of a, a nightmare. Um, I know you're putting your was it Juragamo or whatever, Chris, there together, whatever that spider demon thing is. Yeah. Um, the... It's okay. It's really Jorogumo, but it's like, I understand it's so hard to say. You know, it's uh, not going not gonna, to not gonna put it together anymore. That's what it is. Um, and I think that there's two things that either, that one of these two need to happen. One, I, I don't know why the assembly instructions are so shit for some of these models. Hmm. Um there's no, the numbers aren't pieced, or sorry, the pieces aren't numbered. Uh, there, like, there's no alternate, like, view of a model, so you can't see what it looks like from the back to see where a piece, in, there's just, like, a little dotted line going to the back of the model, and it's like, this piece could go fucking anywhere. Um, so either the, the instructions need to get way more detailed, or they need to go to a one sculpt kind of brand where it's like, okay, you want to know what? We're not doing assembly anymore. People have you know, labeled us as a nightmarish assembly, you know, company for a long, long time. So we're just going to make these pre-assembled. And I think some of the kits, like the new um, nightmare kit that they came out with for uh, what's her face, the uh, Zoraida, hmm. the one where it's like the witches and woes or whatever. Not the witches, I think all the nightmare like, kits in the past, like so the, the Pandora one, I wasn't a fan of. It was a little kind of thick and de the detail got a little lost. But like I'm looking at the 1988 kind of metal golem, and it was one sculpt. There's not a lot of extra flash. It's pretty good detail wise. There's only one thing that's a little bent. But you want to? I just had to slap it on a model, and I'm just. I think that's where weird needs to go with the models. I think there's a lot of people who maybe would get into Malifaux, but the assembly is just a little bit over their head. Um, luckily, okay. I've put models together for a long time, so that doesn't bug me as much, but I want it to be easy for people to play Malifaux, not a fucking nightmare to assemble these models. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I wish they did the the arm connections to be... Um, oh, man, I don't know how to say this. It's like basically like a bowl. Like a like a like, like a, a bowl cut, like a socket. Yeah, you know, like 40k, they have the their areas are not solid or or, or they're just kind of like either flat on each side, so you can put yeah. the arms facing upwards or downwards and stuff like yeah. that. I don't like the the single pose models because I love their style, but I hate the fact that sometimes I have to like jerry rig my own model to put them in a different <laughs> pose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. One of the the jokes that we were talking, we said this before the show, but uh, I want to give a shout out to the the the, uh, the honeypot basement guys. You know, Sotano the honeypot. The one of the guys he said that the Gorio that he has is held together with the tears of agony and blood that he, he had to go through while putting <laughs> that model together. Got to do that one. <laughs> it was bad. So 
there's got to be a, a happy middle ground between single pose and that, right? Yeah, and I can I can appreciate what they're trying to do because, like they said, the a lot of and I was kind of one of them, but I think I'm coming off of that a little bit, mm. uh, bitching about the botanist box, how they were all preassembled, right? And yes, it it may not be the best solution for some people. But I mean, they were saying like each of those botanists would have been like 40 pieces or something. I can't remember what they said. It was something ridiculous like that. Right. And I can appreciate that. And really, besides the one model that had like the gangster lean, I mean, they're pretty good sculpts. I like the goblin that's like swan diving into the, you know, Venus flytrap looking thing. I really like the, their style, period. Like all the pictures that I've seen from the models, I like the weird, the, the company style that they have. So... I, I don't mind if some models are monopose like you you were talking about. I think yeah. any starter pack should be monopose, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. There There is a happy middle ground there, right? So yeah. that way you know, okay, you get the, you know, the, the crew box. Yes, you're going to have to assemble that. But these starter boxes or maybe some of these other ones that would be harder to kind of put together for a lot of people, I think it would be a good idea to, you know, put them in a box, uh, I, it almost makes me wonder, it's like, do you think that somebody in weird, like, instead of play testing, they, they build tests to see how frustrating it is to build the model? That would be something. Can, 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 can I get that job where it's like, I'm going to tell you how annoying it is to put this model together, okay? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I want to blow my brains out and 10 <laughs> being the easiest thing to put together. <laughs> Because, you know, some of the new sculpts have been super easy to put together, but there's some of them where I'm like, what the fuck am I? I'm I mean, like, they I'm, might actually I'm good at this and it's terrible. They might actually be doing that. But the the person that does QA is probably a sadist. And like <laughs> for him, nothing has reached a five. Like everything's like a go. six or seven for that person. But for us, it's like a two or three. Yeah. So it's like, oh, <laughs> it gets bad because if it's an easy model to put together it's really quick for me because i use the accelerant to usually you know get it going quicker but if if it takes long like that's why that hannah lovelace was a pain because it's a big model but it has a little you know woman in it yeah and so like her hands and stuff like i was starting to get dried glue on my hands so the plastic started slipping and i'm like losing her head under the couch and shit i'm like oh shit you know uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about you the know. one with a giant metal fist right not yes. the one with a giant Anna, hannah lovelace yes. gotcha yeah, Hannah and Anna Lovelace. I was like, really? These parents hate their children. Yes. So I was thinking, I saw that. So, oh. Chris, another grievance. Do you have one or are you uh, happy besides that? I'm happy. Okay, Chris is like, Malifaux's great. I'm happy. Yeah, he's Malifaux like, absolutely. Great. I love Malifaux. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't just answer it. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Dixon, what about you? You got another gripe or you good? Uh, so I, I posted the question on a couple of places. Uh, Tyler Reeves said uh, he has a grievance. People complaining about not being able to play and outright rejecting Vassal without having ever tried it. That sounds like an attack at you, Pete. I'm just saying. Well, joke, <laughs> joke's on him. I've tried it and I still fucking hate it. So. <laughs> I have also tried it and I am not a big fan. Um, uh, and it's so... I, and I've spoke to this and I wrote an article that a bunch of people cried about. So, you know, salty tears are good. But no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with him, though. I know that I'm the lonely voice in this entire podcast that, that 
talks about it, but you guys, I mean, you guys are just lucky that you get to play with other people. Well, and the thing, and that's the thing though. It's, I understand that. And you know, if you live somewhere where you can't get a game, Hey, more power to you because yeah. I, I do love Malifaux. And I know if I would live somewhere where it's like, Oh, I have zero people to play. It would be pretty shitty. I definitely agree with that. So I do feel for that community that wants a game, but can't find it. And then vassals there, which is good. Um, like I said, it's it's one of those things. I talked to Mark about this when we did our mini episode where I just kind of, you know, BSed with him. And I work from home. So for me to play on a computer, basically playing a chit game mm. is very difficult for me to enjoy. It, it, it I ran when the pandemic first started or endemic, whatever we want to call it now, it um I ran a vassal league because I wanted to, you know, still reach out to people. I wanted to get games in and still play Malifaux. And it just felt like work. I ended up just dropping out of it because I'm like, I, this isn't even fun. Like I play games to have fun and this feels like work and I work on a computer. So this it, it's just, it's not for everybody. I can recognize that some people like it because they like the reps and like the kind of, you know, play it out at the bird's eye view. But I got into this for the models in the community and that's not it for me, but I feel you. I respect that grievance. And like I said, we bitch at each other all the time. Yeah. Especially third rounds in tournaments. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> not that guy that gave you the question, Dixon, but Chris. No, no, I got it. I, everybody knows that you just got, you know, violently destroyed by Chris again. Yeah. Well, okay. This was actually first off a lot closer. Okay. <laughs> didn't feel too bad about it, but when Maul went down, I was just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> man, man, give me an ambulance. Blackhawk down. He yeah. was. He was. He actually he threw his cards on the table and was just I like, did. I'm done. And, and, yeah, and Chris, he did try. He was like begging. He's like, oh, come on, baby. Come on. But wait, I didn't mean it. which Maul was it? Was it one or two? I brought one. Man, we and really got to get like you shit. off that crutch. Dick, dude, Dixon. <laughs> Dixon, I didn't draw a tome pretty much the whole game. Oof. So I couldn't do good for a laugh or nothing. It was, I got the draw a couple times on the initiative for careful planning. Right. I had no tomes for that. Good for a laugh. It was rough. Bro, it reminds me of our game where you drew 50, uh, what is it, 15 cards? It was like some ridiculously high number and you finally got the cards that you needed. Yeah, it was rough. ridiculous. It was like your house too. It was like you were like your your face. I could just see your face. You're like, discard my hand. Do this. Discard yeah. my hand. Do this. this is ridiculous. What the hell? You have any? Uh, did you have any other random uh, audience gripes there, grievances there, Dixon? He does not. No, I don't. You're you're looking at it too, right? It's like, oh man. It's like it's way late into the night. Yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't have waited for twenty eight minutes ago to post I'm it. sorry, I didn't think about it until we were like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, by the way, haha. yeah, no, it's stupid." <laughs> okay. So I'm sure our audience has a grievance with that. You know, we don't do a good job of like planning this out where we can get questions. I'll do it like ten minutes before we start recording, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like it's and that was on me. Like I literally didn't think about it until beforehand. I was like, I I was waiting for you guys for like half hour. I could have just posted that question right before it, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was playing I, Seven Days to Die, so. Oh really? And I just didn't care, audience. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I have my gripe now. <laughs> Listen here, listener. Here's the truth. 
we don't plan very often okay we just go mm-hmm. <laughs> a little scene behind the curtain there yeah, Tell you what, though, i am extremely looking forward to captain gun i Fuck mean yeah it's gonna be so even just one day of solid play like we had yesterday 12 to 8 i mean it's mentally exhausting but yes you know three days back to back it it's so mentally exhausting, but like I did, I've done it before with you know War Machine hordes and stuff like that. It's just so much fun. It is, Heck yeah. And then because again, you're just you're you're like drinking beer, you're talking with your buddies, you're talking with new people, eating, talking Malifaux, playing games, doing pickup games, and it's just like you know, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring a bigger bag though because uh, I'm gonna want to bring you know multiple factions. Yep. Yeah, in the bag out a little bit there. I think I'll have to kick Wong out of my bag. From experience, I highly recommend that you only bring one more faction. That's it. Just one. Yeah, more I'm faction. only I'm bringing one bag, but I'll mix it up. I'll put a couple of different Tracking. keywords in there. I mean, it's gonna like what I was gonna say earlier is like it's gonna become a game of stamina. Whoever has the this, you know, it really is. Third I mean, <laughs> we were playing in that game yesterday, and I had to remind Chris of his second Cadmus activation like two turns, twice. So like, twice. I was like, dude, Chris, you gotta activate Cadmus. <laughs> yep. 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 And that's that's a good that's a good friend right there because he probably could have yeah. won. Yeah, he could he probably could have beat you. No, none of those <laughs> activations did anything. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really wasn't. It was kind of a, it was really a low scoring game until we got to turn three and four. Yeah, like, it was, it was like kind six, of a grind. It was a grind. It was like six five, right? Yeah, yeah that's it probably six, what it five. would have been. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it was a good game, and it's just you. It's not only taxing to play because I'm sure Chris's brain was fried just playing Cadmus, but it's also taxing to play against Cadmus because you have to. There's so many little things that you just have to try and you know plan out and. Then there's this random just Hail Mary that comes out of nowhere. And next thing you know, your model's fucking dead. Yeah. Your most important model is dead. Yeah. All all my models are important. I love them all. Archivist, I mean, he's good. He's good in this iteration. Like, I didn't see it before. I was using Archivist as more of just, like, putting out web markers and, you know, occasional, you know, ping damage on opponents. But mm. that, uh, if you have a crow in your hand, I mean, he is just, he's good. He's a beast. That model is so good. That well, and it's will so and it's good. willpower too. There's a lot of stuff out there that just has shit willpower. Well, it's willpower and it's not a gun. So right, yeah, it's like so unless yeah. you have concealment, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Well, that also it, he's playing against you, who's playing what's notoriously a low willpower yeah, faction. That felt good. Hey, all I gotta say is if he wasn't a low willpower faction, I'd be dropping Ivan every time. So <laughs> that is the best thing about Ivan is like, oh, you dropped Ivan. Let me bring all my good low willpower yeah. shit. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's my whole faction. <laughs> it's kind of funny because like, if oh, I'm playing against uh, Guild or uh, Ten Thunders, Ivan, it is. Yeah, I uh, yeah. second round with symbols. I dropped Anya with a second master of Ivan, and my opponent. I mean, at halfway through the game, like I was just I like I'm. I'm so sorry, dude. I am I am not trying to destroy you. Jeez. Really? Because it kind of felt you like you did. You dropped a double master, and one of them was uh, Ivan. Well, it was symbols, and it was, like Hoffman, move for it was into Hoffman too. So, oh my good. god, we we recorded just recently <laughs> the uh, the Explorers episode with uh, the the what you call it for the Maxine, EVS keyword. Yes, yeah, and that's one of the things I remember. <laughs> 
sometimes I just randomly drop Ivan <laughs> on top of EVS because Maxine and Ivan work well together. I'm just like, yeah. oh, kill me. Oh, <laughs> just, oh, oh, and oh, that seems rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play it against Pete here. No, sir. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. <laughs> You're like, I can it's see. It's all right. I got, I got ideas and tricks. You're like, I scooped. Let's go to the next game. No more double masters. Can- cancel. Done. <laughs> That actually that came that came about uh, recently in a weird place. Uh, somebody was asking if America finally gave up the double masters thing. No. Or finally accepted double masters, right? It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Like, I thought that was like a known thing that over here we're just kind of like whatever pocket dimension you happen to live in, they make the rules. <laughs> oh, dude, I feel like it. So it's kind of just like savage, right? Like where. You know, you can like it's almost accepted. If you drop a double master, I'm like, all right, this kind of sucks, but uh, yep. all right, we'll deal with it. The rules accepted. I well, guess it's happening. That, and I'll, I'll, we'll wrap up with this. And you know, a lot of people will call that a grievance just because double masters can be a pain in the ass. But I actually, you have to be careful if you bring a double master and that it, it has a specific point for what you're doing because if you don't, I mean, you're wasting like 15 stones. If you're like Chris's dumbass and you have Ivan get killed you know, the bottom of two, you know, it's, it does nothing for you. Top of two. Top of <laughs> top, two. Oh, sorry. Top of two. <laughs> oh, my. Ivan just had his head explode. <laughs> that was a long day. That was a long day. Yeah. All right. Any last minute uh, grievances or anything off the top of your head before we wrap this thing up? We're keeping this one uh, short for the holidays. I got nothing. I'm just happy to have friends like you guys. Aww. Well, you know, that can also be a grievance, Dixon, but we're going to leave that there, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm your grievances. Oh, that's so nice. We all, we all are grievances. It's okay. But make sure that you guys are supporting us. We appreciate you all. It's been another great year. The Malifaux community, you guys have done a great job of scooping us up and hopefully enjoying our content. And I think with that being said, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we'll see you all next time.